Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Sunday, August 23rd, and this is DFS Coach Talk coming at you. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. GPP himself, Andrew Hansen. How are you tonight, Andrew? Have you survived this? I saw all the red flames and kudos to you <laughs> pulling the GPP in. And I'm not even going to mention, you know, there's an angel that was named after this guy that was cast from heaven. I believe his name was Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just wondered if you were, if he now has the same fate with you as he did with our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, very interesting. So, yeah, the funny backstory there uh, is the Gabriel factor. And at the last second, well, not the last second, but well ahead of Locke earlier today for the Saturday slate, um, we finalized a GPP lineup. It did not have Wenyan Gabriel in it. It had Gary Clark, and that one uh, really paid off well for our members. It cashed uh, top 11% or so. And what it was was a, a stack of the OKC Houston game. And that lineup did not include Harden, but it included the three guards for OKC. Uh, so they all kind of came together. And it was great to see them playing down the stretch together. It and was. then the, the overtime was a nice bonus. And then we had Lillard and Anthony Davis in that lineup. And they obviously, you know, came on strong in the nightcap. So uh, the GPP was good. And then over on DraftKings, the clipboard paid off again. Uh, Gabriel was on there. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we thought he was going to start. And uh, by the time game time tipped, you know, pivots weren't really available. So, um, you know, we were able to cash with some lineups with him in there. Um, but he finally showed now for the third time that he cannot handle uh, trying to stay out of foul trouble while guarding Anthony Davis. So, um he won't be in the coach's clipboard tomorrow or the next game. <laughs> um, you know, he's – I thought he'd get the minutes. And, you know, again, third time in a row, he just – he couldn't stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. No, I just had to give you a little bit of a hard time because every single other guy was a flame on right. your DraftKings lineup. So it was it was very impressive. But, you know, even I – the old coach here, even I can learn a lesson – I threw in the towel too early tonight, uh, like a big baby. I was squawking. I'm always promoting uh, our our uh, entire team in there to be positive, and everybody's fired up and spin it right. And who ends up whining and crying? Me. But look what happened. Our our basketball ended strong. We we smacked some good GPPs, and then I don't out of nowhere, Jose Abreu hits three home runs. <laughs> Yeah, and, he's and been slides hot, us huh? into the back end of the cash. How, yep. how does that happen? He scored 50 fantasy points. It was unbelievable. And and I only had 112, and he had 50 of them. Right. <laughs> so, hey, never throw in the towel, never give up, no wine, and it doesn't do any good. So we're all for the better. You know, we, we, right. it, it, we won, and uh, we all learned some lessons, and it, it's all great. So yeah. now tomorrow's going to be a blast. Sunday we've got – the lock uh, of baseball and basketball only five minutes apart. So we're going to be crunching and at that. And then golf's going to be teeing, you know, a lot of them are teeing off just right before that in, in this final round. So, man, it's going to be, you know, we need multiple screens and TVs to yes, watch we tomorrow. Do. We really do. It's going to be fun. 
it's going to be a great day. So we're we're fired up. Uh, we've got we've got some good stuff for you. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention real quickly is uh, you'll see an announcement come out. Uh, Layton's going to be posting on Twitter. Uh, we've been teasing it all week, so I figured I better say it here right at the front. We promised yesterday we would. And uh, Monday, day after tomorrow, is Kobe Bryant, or tomorrow, because it's Sunday here now, uh, is Kobe Bryant Day. It's really been proclaimed that all over the place, specifically in California, because it's 824, his two numbers. And we want to do something in honor of that, uh, you know, because we, you know, we always try to push hard for the the foundation that was set up there. Uh, and we're, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to put some information out there uh, to go all Sunday that'll be uh, around and then all the way through Monday on Kobe Day where uh, anybody that uh, likes and retweets what we're sending out there about him and honoring him and, and in memory of him and Gigi, um, we will be doing a drawing at 11 p.m. and we're going to post it live on there. Uh, three free one month one month memberships, and we chose three because that's Gigi's number. So we're you know we're honoring Kobe on eight twenty four, and you know if you know my backstory, you know I I got to know uh, Kobe a little bit for a time frame and coach against him. So it's just you know I I hold that dear uh, to me. So I'm really excited about doing that. And it'll be fun to have those three members join us uh, for the free month that that win those drawings and, uh, you know, know that they got in there with uh, the Kobe uh, drawing. So it, it, we're really excited about that. Keep an eye on Twitter. We'll be posting it in our Discord and all over our social media. And on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. You can't miss us there. Uh, and we'll also have it up on YouTube uh, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, please hit the subscribe, uh, the thumbs up, and the alarm button that lets you know when our podcast posts. We really, really would appreciate that. And then on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk. Um, and, and that is it, man. I want to get rocking and rolling with this and uh, get started because we have four really good NBA games. Um the first being Milwaukee and Orlando. We also have the mybookie.ag lines that are up. Um, and this first game on the slate uh, is uh, Clippers. And I'm sorry, I've got the wrong, I'm looking at the wrong one. Celtics and Sixers. Um, Celtics and Sixers. Sixers minus uh, I'm sorry, the Celtics minus eight. Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. 
Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With MyBookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. And before we jump into these games, I want to uh, thank our both of our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag. It is a place for all of your sports wagering and casino action. Go to MyBookie.ag or DFSCoachTalk.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you receive a 100% match all the way up to $1,000 on your first deposit and a $25 free play just for being a Coach Talk listener. And also our friends at TVG.com, two weeks from yesterday, uh, that will be the, K- the Kentucky Derby. So get tuned in with TVG.com. Uh, go to our website, DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, click on the banner that says $300 risk-free bet, and that's exactly what it is. If you lose, TVG refunds the entire $300. All right, we got to get into these games, man. They're too, too juicy. Uh, And let's go over, first of all, uh, the player news and injury report going into these games. Yeah, we we start off today. Yes, there is some big news, specifically one here at the end. So we have Rondé Hollis-Jefferson for Toronto, who remains questionable, and that does affect a little bit of that rotation. Patrick Beverly is doubtful. I'm pretty sure he's out. Um, Gary Harris remains doubtful. He has not played yet in the bubble. Uh, it doesn't look like he'll be uh, lacing him up soon. Burke and Porzingis are both probable. And then here is the big breaking news I've been waiting to share with you all night, Mr. Hansen. Oh, what's that? Yes. The last guy on the list here is Luka Doncic. He's officially listed as questionable. And I poked and prodded all evening until I got a response. And I do have a little inside skinny from the Mavericks organization. Okay. They are saying as of now, if the game started in five minutes, Luka would give it a go. So didn't look like that was going to happen yesterday. There, uh, it's it's looking as though it very well could happen now. So again, that's no guarantee. He could wake up and it could be too sore or swollen tomorrow. But at least we know the intent right now when we're building these lineups is that he's going to give it some type of run out there. You know, the question uh, well, is, do you, do you want to spend that big money on him? But at least right. he's going to get a shot. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know that. I was hoping you would have the inside perspective on that. I wish you'd told me that during my prep time, because I was getting excited about some of these Dallas value plays, but at least we know now and we can all strategize here uh, ahead of time. I was too busy whining about my baseball lineup tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted, I wanted to save it for on the air, breaking news. I was going to play that little beep, beep, beep sound in the background, but, you know, that's cool. All right, uh, we got to dive into these games, man, uh, because all four of them need some discussion. There's yep. a lot of a lot of interesting situations here. The first one is uh, 1 p.m. Boston Celtics at Philadelphia 76ers, and the Boston Celtics are minus eight, and the over/under is a paltry 213. So give us the skinny on this game, and let me know if this is a game that we pass. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty low owned. Well, I am actually interested in this game because. This could be the final game for Brett Brown. They are facing a sweep, and I think he's going to go down swinging. And the thing that jumped out at me from the last game is the heavy minutes 
that these starters played. He really shortened shortened up the rotation, kept these guys out there a bunch. Uh, you know, Shake Milton and Josh Richardson got up a ton of shots, and they're really good prices. So I like both of those guys, and I also like Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. I think Embiid's the kind of guy that certainly doesn't want to get swept, has a lot of pride, plays hard, plays with emotion, intensity. I think all these guys are going to really give it their all, and they're going to be out there big minutes. So I am hoping that they'll at least make it a game. And as you said, folks will overlook this game and will get a bit of an edge there. So I'm going to get some heavy exposure to Philly. I may have some lineups with all four of those guys in there. Basically, wow. the start. Yeah, basically that the is start. a hot take, man, because that'll be contrarian. But man, what, what that could be, you know, box cars if it hits. Well, the, you know, basically the starters without Horford. I, I, I like the I like the possibilities, especially if your your boy Luca plays, because then we don't have as much value with Dallas that I was getting excited about. So uh, that's my plan here right now, middle of the night as we get ready for the Sunday slate. On the flip side, I don't plan to get much exposure to the Celtics. I think Coach Stevens is going to try to go for the sweep as easily as possible, you know, play a more normal rotation with the starters 30 to 32 minutes, get his backup some some uh, some run, keep everybody healthy and just try to get by with a win uh, and then gear up for the second round. So uh, even though the Celtics, they're all fairly priced, uh, I think they're all solid plays. Uh, I just plan to get more exposure to Philly in this one. Very interesting. I, I love it. And I think that that could be a fantastic way to roll. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to be more, you know, with the uh, public on this one. I think I'm, uh, I'm planning on uh, firing up and beat. Cause like you said, he's an emotional guy. He's, and you know, he's pretty tight with coach Brown and I do think it'll probably be his last game. Uh, I don't know how long this stays close, but like you said, I, I mean, right now it's, you know, uh, Coach Brown's looking for a life preserver here, so I think I don't think he's going to be counting minutes uh, for players. So that's right. I I get that point. So I think Embiid, you know, Boston is having a heck of a time guarding him. I mean, Tice mm -hmm. is too small. You know, they've been using Robert Williams a decent amount and, and different things, but he's still just completely dominant in this matchup. Yeah. So I am going to start my lineup with Embiid. Uh, but you know, I think you made a great point about Boston. They Stevens is a, a orchestra, orchestra instructor over there, man. He just yep. pushes and pulls and shifts guys and plays different people. And with all of that usage just getting chopped up so much, with you know, all of those guys, I could mention four or five of them. It just hard, makes it hard to get the DFS value for any of them to just completely go off because they all share the ball. And even the guys off the bench uh, contribute a lot. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to be rostering any Celtics. Plus there is a slight chance of a blowout here as well. Yep. And so that scares me. I think Embiid is somewhat blowout proof because he's certainly not going to play less than three quarters in an elimination game. Right. And he should be able to smash in that time frame. So uh, I love your your game theory here. It makes sense, but I'm probably just gonna plug and beat in and move on. I think. Okay. 
but you could you may be able to talk me into one or two of those guys. I'll see. Well, All that's right. why they have things called GPPs and things called cash games. They do. They do. <laughs> and I, I've got to, uh, you know, I'm such a cash game player. I Like tonight, I was about 85% of my play was in cash games. But you, you've been popping out these hot GPPs. i got to get a little bit more action in those. So I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, all right, second game. It is the 3.30 p.m. game, and it is the aforementioned. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks against the L.A. Clippers. A lot of intrigue in this game. It's been a really fun series so far. Uh, it's the Clippers minus seven and a half. So they have a line. I think that's probably with Luka in the seven and a half line. It makes sense. Uh, big, fat, gigantic, 232 over under again. So it's going to get the most attention from the DFS players just based on uh, total loan. So, you know, here's the question I have for you. You know, you, we got the inside skinny. Obviously, I don't know how the heck you pay max dollars for Luca when you're not sure if he's going to make it out there. But how does that affect the dominoes with all the other value plays? And can the Mavericks hang in there to where the Clippers are going to get enough run that they can pay value. So this is a tough one. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's amazing how one player's presence or absence can affect not the entire game on both sides, the entire yep. slate. Because like you said, if he's right. not there or he plays a few minutes and then he can't go and then the Clippers end up winning easily, we know that the Clippers are they – can, they can split up minutes and usage with the, with the best of them, with, with all those guys that they have. Yeah. Um, so man, what, what a game changer. Uh, I, I don't feel comfortable paying for Luca. Uh, just the way that he looked, you know, he really looked hobbled. So how many times I, we're going to make that dude walk up that ramp? Was that I know. hilarious? He yeah. showed him like four times. Get right. the dude a chair. He, he went up like four levels of ramps with a busted Jeez. ankle. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> so I, you know, I hope he plays. I hope he's healthy. I, I just don't think I want to spend that much for him. But, he, you know, it goes right down the line. If he's out there for 20 minutes, yeah. uh, then all of a sudden there's less action for Porzingis. I mean, I was really starting to lean towards playing him, even though his price is up. Because if Luca was out, you know, it would be a big opportunity for him. But, you know, now he's not as attractive as Embiid. I'd rather pay up for Embiid. Um, and then you look at these guards. I mean, again, I was excited for Seth Curry. He's the one guy that I may play anyway because his stroke looked awesome that last game. Yeah, he was shooting it. Oh, yeah. just couldn't miss from deep. Looked like his brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I miss playing Curry's. I want. I, I can't play Steph. I want to play Seth. So um, I may go there. You know, especially if Luke is in, then hopefully he'll be lower owned. Um, Speaking of the Currys, I'm so old. I saw Dell Curry play for the Carolina Cougars back in the 70s. Carolina so, Cougars? I swear to was God. Was that like an ABA team or? ABA. Okay. They were, it was before the merger. All right. I'm ancient. I'm ancient. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, Burke uh, certainly in play as well, but he's a little bit hobbled. So if Luca plays, I may only play Seth Curry. Um and on the flip side, with Beverly doubtful and likely out, 
you know, if Shamit's going to start again, I will have him in some lineups. Don't the other guy, Shamit, damn it. I always like to say <laughs> that just for <laughs> the other guy that I have some interest in is Montrez Harrell. You know, his price is 4K. You know, he's shown signs of life here. I think this could be the breakout for him. Um, you know, tough to battle with Bobon if Bobon gets significant minutes, but. Um, at least on DraftKings, where you can play two centers, I may get some may get some Harold. Let me ask you this, because I'm just baffled. I've followed Paul George's career, you know, since the very start. I have never seen him in this kind of funk ever. Right. I, I mean, his shooting is just horrific. I so know. I mean, I don't know. Even if he improves. I, I, you can't see him being red hot. I mean, he is just off. So, you know, I, my approach in this game is completely different. A, again, we're going to have different builds here totally. But again, a lot of that's cash GPP. <clears throat> I certainly am not going to pay up for Luka, even with the news inside news at 10.5. I mean, obviously, you know, they don't have a chance to adjust any pricing. He's 10.8. Uh, you know, way higher than anybody else on DraftKings and then 10-5. You just can't. It's too risky. And one little twist and, and you're done. So, but here's what I'm here's what I'm looking at. I'm going to go with two studs from this game. And I know it sounds like, what coach, what are you talking about? My, I'm going to, I want Kawhi Leonard and I want Chris Stapps Porzingis. And I don't want any of the other minutiae. I don't want to watch uh, Carlisle split time between Trey Burke Seth Curry, as well as he's shooting the ball, uh, Hardaway, who's shooting the ball decently, De uh, DeLon Wright, all those rotation of guys, he plays 20, 25 minutes. And then, you you know, so Dorian Finney-Smith, they all get minutes, and they're all going to chop up, and you got to just sweat out 20 fantasy points. Now, Curry is going to be the hot pick because he looks so good. And then on the other side of the ball, it's the same thing for me. I, I'm done with this trying to figure out between the two big guys. Now I'm looking at it is Harrell and uh, Zubach are going to split minutes at the center. I don't like playing guys that are splitting minutes. I don't want them. And then Shamit, I think, had the best game that he's had that I've seen him play. I don't see him repeating that either. So, you know, I can't go to George again knowing the hellacious slump that he's in. So I'm not going to try to find any value in this game. I think it stays close enough that Kawhi and and Chris Stapps are going to be the center of attention for both teams. And I understand on FanDuel, for example, Kawhi's 10, Embiid is 10, and Chris Stapps is 9. So, you know, I know this is a salary world that we live in, but those are going to be my three pay-up guys. And I'm sharing this in front of, you know, the uh, paywall to all of our listeners out there. I think if you use those three as your base, I think they all have 60, 65 or more fantasy potential. And I think there's enough value in these the rest of these two games that you can fill in the other pieces of your roster. And I will share some of those. A couple of the really good low-value plays that I have, I'm definitely going to save for our members. But I wanted to share that with you because it's a different strategy for me. I usually like, 
you know, uh, not stars and scrubs. I usually like more of a medium build where I'm guaranteed feeling good. But I think these three guys are just too good to pass up. Let's face it, if the Clippers are going to smack the Dallas, Kawhi is going to be the key to it. And if Dallas doesn't have a full Luka or even a minimal Luka, there's nowhere else to go other than Chris Dapps. I, those, all those other guys will spot up and shoot wide open threes when Luka penetrates or when they try to double down on Chris Dapps, but they're all sharing the ball. And they're, you know, you, you never know which one of them is going to make three or four threes that game. So that's my theory there. What do you think? Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I've got a question for you on Paul George and Kawhi. Since you, you brought up Paul George, mm-hmm. I I took note of the post-game interview that Kawhi did after the last game. They asked they asked him about Paul George. Yeah. Are, you know, can you win the series with him shooting like this? Are you concerned about him? And Kawhi was great. You know, he said, no, I'm not concerned. We have his back. He'll be fine. Yeah. And it just got me thinking, you know, will Kawhi – go out of his way even just a little bit to try to try to get Paul George more involved here in the next game, get him more confidence. Is there a chance that this becomes more of a Paul George game and Kawhi doesn't do quite as much because he, you know, he basically took over the last game and, you know, got value, but will he need to do that again? Will he, will he do it again? Or may he, might he choose to, back off just a little bit to try to get Paul George going. Well, you know, that's that's a good possibility. I think he'll go the other route. I think he just wants to smash so that there's no pressure on George. Because, okay. you know, if, if it's a tight game and he makes the extra pass to George instead of burning uh, Maxi Kleba to the basket for a dunk, right. Right. You know, why put the pressure on George when he's not feeling it right now? So I, I'm looking at the opposite direction. Okay. Generally, when I would have a, a shooter that was in a slump, you know, if I'm coaching Paul George, there, I tell him, shoot yourself out of it, man. You're going to lead us. Just keep shooting. But then I have a one on one with Kawhi and I say, listen, you know, he's feeling tense, tight. Let's just, you know, take over the game, take control of it. Let him work his way back in on his time. Okay. Let's not give him those pressure shots when he's already feeling pressure so that that was my theory and and i think you know Kawhi mavericks have nobody to guard them they they don't have an inside presence uh you know bobon can come in there to bang around and and slow down uh harrell or zubac but not Kawhi. Kawhi will just go right around him like he did uh and and maxi kleb is not the answer i know he's trying his heart out to guard him but he's just not good enough i mean Kawhi's awesome so, you know, I just I know it's a sort of an all in interesting play to, you know, I don't think I've ever rostered three of the top five salaried guys. I can't remember doing that, but it just stuck out to me in my preparation. Like, oh, my gosh, you could get 70, 65 and 75 from these three guys. It's possible because I can tell you right now, uh, the Clippers had a hard time guarding Chris Tapps too. Yep. He's just so damn big. He shoots over the top of you and then. You know, he was getting position and he's actually battling in the paint, which he doesn't usually always do. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's an interesting theory, but I wanted to share that with our listeners because it's it's a unique build for me. And we're going to be so opposite on these slates. We'll be we'll be rooting for each other and trying to figure out who's who's doing well and who's not. So <laughs> right. we'll see how that goes. Anything else on this game? No. Nope. All right. Let's go on to game three. 
MyBookie.ag, current odds. Uh, we've got the Toronto Raptors, a big fat minus 13. The news, Nick Nurse, coach of the year today. That was pretty cool. And I don't know if you saw it on TNT. They had his old high school coach. He had to be 90 years old. Uh, present him, uh, virtually present him the award. Got teared up. It was pretty awesome. So I was, I was happy for him. I think he's a fantastic coach. So the Raptors, 13-point favorite. Over-unders only 217. You know, the, the multi-million dollar question here is, do the Nets mail it in? They've been playing their ass off for Coach Vaughn. I think he deserves to get that job the way the Nets have responded. But I just, you know, with Harris leaving and them not having, like, their top five guys, it's just I don't know if they can have another gut game in there to play Toronto. I, I, I'm concerned about this game because Toronto, I think, will roll. And so this is going to be a game. I'm just saying this now so you can break it down. This is where I'm going to grab two or three value plays, but not the ones you'd expect that are going to allow me the big three that I'm playing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about this as a blowout as well. Um, I mean, the Nets have a real challenge here to try to dig deep, knowing that they're outmatched um, and it's not like they can – be more intense than the Toronto guys. These guys bring it every day on both ends. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, Coach Nurse certainly deserved that award. Um, but even though I think Toronto may win pretty easily, I don't plan to use many of the Raptors. Um, you know, again, it goes back to the Brad Stevens approach here. If they can complete the sweep and not, you know, get anybody hurt, I think they'll try to. I mean, he's not he's not the best at taking his foot off the pedal. You know, he, he likes to get these guys minutes. So mm -hmm. I guess if I had to pick, I'd say, you know, maybe the Toronto starters get I would say in you know, on apples to apples, they might get more minutes than the Boston guys, but you know, they're playing the Nets. And I think, you know, Philly's probably gonna keep it closer than than the Nets are. So Again, I, I'm in general going to shy away from Toronto and look for some value with the Nets. Uh, you know, I like the amount of shots that Temple and TLC got up last game. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at them on both sites. And then depending on price, you know, and filling out the roster, maybe a one-off with one of the cheaper guys, Johnson or Chioza. Um, and Levert also in play, but... Um, you know, not quite as excited about him. Um, so for me, it's going to be mostly one or two guys from the Nets, and that's about it. Well, if, if you want to learn my three value plays that are going to be the key to my slate tomorrow, join us at DFSCoachTalk.com. We have been, we have basically won every night of the basketball restart. We've just been doing fantastic. We've been very consistent in baseball. Tonight wasn't the best, but we had the big Abreu night and came back. So we're, you know, we're doing great. This is the time to jump in. You know, we share a ton of stuff here in these seven-day-a-week podcasts uh, that are free in front of the paywall. But, you know, these real gutsy moves that bring us to the top of the leaderboards, uh, we, we really do say for our members in Discord. And we have a great community. So, you know, you can join us for just a week a month, a year, whatever you want to do. But, uh, you know, this is the time to jump in. 
We've got a lot of great playoff games ahead of us in basketball. We're right in the heart of baseball and golf. And then we've got uh, football sneaking up on us here. So uh, we'd, we'd love to have you, you join us for that. And uh, I do think I have a couple of hot take uh, substitution dude kind of guys. That's all I'm going to share on this Toronto-Brooklyn game. All Excellent. right. We go to the next one. And it happens to be the last one. It is the all trying to figure out this game is give you a headache because it's so confusing, in my opinion. Hopefully you can clear it up. But it's the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Utah is a three and a half point favorite now. And this is a 216 and a half uh, total. So it's pretty low as these games have been. But I was surprised to see Utah the favorite. Denver had been the favorite in the other two games. So how the heck do you make sense out of this one? Well, it's it's a real challenge. I think this is the most unpredictable series uh, that we have. Definitely. Um, and by this point on this slate, I'm going to be mostly spent. I'm going to have most of my guys rostered. You yep. know, lo- low total, hard to predict. Prices are, are fair. Um, question mark with Harris. Um, so I, there's a real good chance I won't have anybody from this game. Maybe right. a maybe a one-off, or maybe if I make a second lineup, then maybe I'll use Murray and Jokic, pair them together, hope that it stays close, hope that they click. We know they love to run the pick and roll together. So there's yeah. a lot of lot of correlation with those guys. They're they're fair prices. Uh, that's probably it for me on Denver. And then with Utah. You know, Conley is certainly happy about the family situation. Yeah, we baby. hit that narrative play the last game. How about that? <laughs> Seven for eight on three-pointers. It, it never fails. I'm yep. telling you that. You, yep. I'd love somebody to pull those stats. When somebody comes back from having a baby, they usually just tear it up. Yeah, it was it was Van Vliet last year in the playoffs. So Yes. Um, I, I like the narrative. I, I, I am going to plan to get Conley in a lineup or two because of it. Feeling good. Uh, stroking it. So uh, he's an option. And then Royce O'Neal is one of those value plays at only 4K on DraftKings who could complete the lineup and, and be a one-off for me. Yeah, I'm with you exact same thinking here. This is not going to be a key game for me. I think, one, it's unpredictable. And two, they're, both teams are utilizing their bench a lot that are pay, playing active roles. I mean, Utah with, you know, all this Yang and Clarkson and all these – folks coming off the bench they're getting you know really solid minutes and denver you know they've got you know just too deep of a bench and they're still right. missing a few guards can you imagine if they had barton and uh uh and harris yeah. harris back i mean i don't know how they play all these guys right so yeah i'm with you i mean you know i'm always tempted with jamal murray because he can be such a game changer when he gets hot he just gets unconscious but i think there's a few decent uh, value plays here that you can look at O'Neal being one for sure and you know I still have an affinity for for Clarkson also because you know he's another guy that can that can score fast and uh, you know he looks like he's playing for his DFS points a lot of the time so you know it's but for me this will be a one-off game uh, maybe one guy out of this game or very very most uh, one from each side but I think I'm going to be pretty secure with my lineup uh, going into this late night affair. Excellent. We'll be a reverse from some of these recent days when we've been heavier 
later in the slate, we've had to make the comeback. Hopefully we'll all be uh, at the top and uh, we'll hang on in the end. That's what I'm planning on doing for sure. All right. Uh, again, just wanted to mention if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and hit the alarm button so you know when our podcast posts. Uh, that's really important to us. Don't forget to you know keep an eye on Twitter and for our members in Discord for the Kobe Bryant information that's coming out tonight. Leighton will be posting that for us. Uh, and then we'll have that drawing on Monday, Kobe Bryant Day. And speaking of that, our uh, charity of choice here is mombon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Uh, follow us on Twitter all morning with both. We have the 1 o'clock NBA lock and 105 MLB lock. So it'll be a very busy morning in our Discord and on Twitter. On Twitter, uh, you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Language Olympic. Uh, Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And Freddie is at Freddie Mills 7. Um, also, Instagram, DFS underscore Coach Talk. And, uh, you know, check, check our website out. We have some new things posted there on there and some good uh, content, some new content, too. All right, man. I want to thank our uh, presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag and TVG.com. Sign up for both of them with the promo code CoachTalkNoSpace and really take advantage of those wonderful offers from both of them. So that's it, my man. It was an interesting night. We had a lot of drama back and forth and sort of reverse sweat tonight. It was was a wild night, but hey, (laughs) as long as we have some wins on the board... I'm happy. Me too. Yep. Excited for our members and excited uh, to do it again here on Sunday. Let's have a huge day. Let's crush it. And thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. And of course, we will be back again tomorrow when we look to crush the